Yes, we're learning to Baruch Yitzhak's merit. He came home. He's gone back into Aza already. Can you believe it? Already handed in his phone. Sasha was talking about the unity they have. I mean, this is a picture. I'm not going to say what, but if you can make out the Hamas uniform and what that guy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is real that stuff. Was his, his, his doing? I, I don't know. But it's real stuff going on. And uh, yeah, and he's gone back into Aza. This What's is we ones? went down south. Oh wow! Yeah, we went we went all the way down to the where uh, to, I think out of Aza. We were all the way down there, and right near Berry, near all those places. There was drones flying around. Mm. Yeah, the whole time you just hear in the sky because you have to go to the petrol station. It was so intense around there. There was a there was a DJ barbecue, but none of the guys were interested in any of that stuff. They were like the, the head guys had to come like push them in to go eat and get moving because they were just so excited to see each other. They have such love. And um, Sasha was pointing out the actus, the feeling of unity amongst the soldiers. That, remember, they're all coming from different homes. My son's like got the, you know, the big white couple and the payers, they're all hugging him and loving him. And they're like wow. from a Hilani home and, you know, so-called Hilani. And they're, you know, small and so-called small And they're all coming out, hugging him and... Like the one guy, Dati, comes from Afrat. He says, Ben Mahamelech, he's a king. And they're all, they're all like giving such love to each other. There's no like politics, right. no differences. Everyone's together, right? I'm standing next to this big Sabra, this big bald headed, like high up in the army. His son is in the army and his son's hugging, shaking my hands. And the father's just standing there, like shaking his head, and, like in a positive way. Like, and I'm like, you know, like, oh, look at us, two different worlds standing together, and our sons are fighting for. But I'm yourself, close. Right. So it was such a moment. I didn't video the, those kind of things. So I just felt like it was beyond videos. And yeah. But like, here's one him dressed up in Azza. Like, maybe he's being a bit silly on that one. But well, um, I think he put some of the Arab stuff on and he got a bit in trouble because they were like, you can't joke around over it. <laughs> but there is a lot of, you know. But, um, but like how armed he is. I mean, that machine gun. That machine gun is a real thing. Yeah. And he, had, he handed me the bullets, like the, the case. Just one of them is heavy. It's like, bunch of kilos and then he, he's got five of those wrapped around him plus the, the heavy gun and the bag wow. and and he's now he's gonna have a gopro book it's actually better than a gopro we got something better than that so he's really excited to take that with him wow. and um yeah we got a book from my rebbe it was a beautiful few days they went to the beach so beautiful look look at this picture i mean by the beach it's just like gan Eden over there they went to bat yam just to air him out he did a foot treatment they took him to to um Massage and Shabbos, he went to the mikveh, he got an aliyah and a Swadi shul and a mishabayach. Well, when is this? It was like Gan Eden and Shabbos. Look at that. It's about yam. Oh. We usually go stay there in the summer. My wife's like in Gan Eden over there. Wow. Oh, so this guy, this guy wrote on my video because I posted the podcast. Uh, uh, I'm just trying to make it clearer because he said, don't make a brocha on what this guy is blessing the guy is saying. So this could sound because there's a lot of anti like influences with Yoshkinix. It could be sound this guy's I have seen him talk against those guys. He was talking against us. Don't make a blessing on anything this guy says. That's what it sounded like when you read the message underneath. But really he was just saying don't say I'm meant to Shah Cole. I don't know he's talking about. Cause uh, on the video oh, so, here's the video. He make, he takes a cup and makes a Shah Cole. Ah. So that's all he meant. Don't make a blessing on the Shah Cole. Ah. But really it, it sounded like don't make a blessing on like if you would have read this and you know this guy is like an anti like uh, people watching this don't say amen to his blessing uh, doesn't look so good yeah let me clarify it myself he means is this replying to him yeah he means not to say amen on 
the blessing on the water as recorded but yes on all other blessings obviously <sighs> obviously just not the recorded ones <laughs> what are you going to do yeah So we're up to the special powers yes. of bedtime Shema. 25 meals a day. It's, uh, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So that's, that, was, that was just a funny, like, limits this thing. Because yeah. you can suddenly, you know, you suddenly, I'm the, I, thank God I'm not famous. Thank God. Right. Because you'll suddenly become like this guy that all these people speak against you or write right, against right. you. And you get all these hate messages. He was just making sure halakhically everything was okay. Ah. <laughs> just like in terms of, not me, in terms of the viewers. But because of the way the generation is, you start being paranoid that he's like coming out against you or something. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's the unity focus we need to keep no matter what. Remember I told you that story about the offensive weapon? When, did I tell you that story? When a guy asked him to get help and my wife get a gun because uh, my friend was helping him with his, the charity he's working for. And he said, I don't help people with uh, offensive weapons. I was ah. like, and she was just obviously getting it defensive. So anyway, I sent him a picture of my son and I said, what do you think of my son's defensive weapon? Right. <laughs> he's like standing there. He's, he's, he's love to all the boys because he's, he's gone skiing, you know. He's, like, he's, he's in Israel, but where's he gone skiing in some funny place? You know, my son's in Azad, like he can, he's going to have to say. What are you going to do? Anyway, Perak Shvi. Perak Shvi. We're very blessed to be able to learn Tanya. It's a new week. I remember this is the Tanya so but we're just dedicating to, to unity, to learning. We're right at the end of chapter 7. We're dealing with the notes. Uh, and um, the I do think one of the things we should do while we're learning this um, today is also go back to that summary since we're going into a new peric and just look over my friend's summary. It's just very helpful. We can always, there's, there's, a, there's a few summaries I have actually. There's, there's like a famous Chabad one. We can look at that as well. Um, someone sent it to me. It's in Hebrew. I think, yeah, I can find it very quickly. But I just but let's quickly look at the finish of the parak and then we'll get to the summary. Because I think these are really important things that we keep ourselves focused every day and keep focusing on the goal of clarifying the anatomy of the soul, the way yeah. the Tanya is speaking, the Balatanya um, of Shnei Zaman of Liadi. This is Baruch Hashem, Pasha's Tetzavah, special week. So we're going to get into this concept of the uh, when someone's with someone they shouldn't be. This is very deep. Yeah, God forbid. The 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 sparks get gathered into the foundation of the feminine klipa, yeah, which is a big problem. You don't want to feed that force. It's Brought down, you know, Delilah with, with Shimshon Agibo? Right. So she comes from that from that side. She was drawing down all his energy and into the Kleepers until the point where she was able to somewhat, you know, destroy him, but not really because he asked, he dumped into Hashem and then she destroyed all of them. And how did he release all the Nishamas that were stuck there? By bringing down the building. He asked Hashem, right. strengthen me one more time. And he destroyed that Kleeper and all the souls that were stuck there. 
And Heath Simpson represents the last Shofit for our generation, all the way from times in Tanakh, Shoftim, because he was the last of the Shofits, right. all the way till now. And he's teaching us how to deal with this Klippa, Shimshon Agibo. If you read it like that, instead of reading it like a story that was, you'd rather read it as a story of a struggle now with this Yetzirah, and he's fighting that Yetzirah again and again, destroying it, destroying it, until he calls out to Shem of his own life and destroys the whole thing. I remember Rev Wilson, when he said this over, it was time of... Uh, the, the collapsing towers, you know, the two twin towers. Yeah. And he said that was also a lot of souls who were redeemed that day. Even though we think of it as a tragedy, he understood it as a way, Hashem, like a Shimshon Gibel kind of miser, where Hashem was releasing lots of souls who were stuck. It's kind of a pretty sensitive thing to say. Yeah, I know. But My friend's father was killed in there. There we go. <laughs> a big rabbi can say these things, so I would never say it. And he said it publicly in front of a whole big community, and, and it was recorded. So, Yikes. you know, rabbis say these things. I, I don't know. It's not me. I'm not saying it, I'm just quoting it. So the idea that, um, but this concept is that we have, um, it should be Ali and The point is that there's a force, we don't say the name, but it's called, uh, not Delilah, it's called Lamid uh, Taf, and then there's a whole thing, it's similar to the word Tehillim, just the wrong way around. And uh, uh, we don't say the word. We, it's, it's Tehillim actually fix it. That's one of the ideas of saying Psalms. Interesting. But it's a force, Lamed Taif. Uh, I could spell it out uh, in English L I L I T H. Yeah, don't say it because it gives color to it. But oh. it's, it's Adam Arishan's light uh, when he fell with the beginning of the with the sin. That's who he was giving power to for Kaf Lamed days. It says Kaal is cursed. Those, uh, sorry, years. Kaf Lamed, 130 years, he was giving force power to that Kripa. And that's what caused but the whole goddess eating, Mitzrayim. And, the the, whistle, and that's no? what Amisar had to go to goddess Mitzrayim to fix up that place. He ate, ate the apple, but after that, or whatever, it was an apple. It was a skeffin or a taina, different a days. Or esrog. Esrog or bread. There's different days in the Gemara, what it was, dug in different days. But the main point was that he fell at that point and with 130 years of spilling seed into, oh, that, yeah. into that force. And that force became Well, that force Mitzrayim. was the power of Yeah, and all those Nishamas were deposited into Mitzrayim. <gasps> and Amisar had to go down there. I don't know if you ever saw that film, Alien. It's probably a bit out before yeah. your time. It's like that blonde Yetzirah woman coming and like drawing out your seed and they're making these aliens and they're going around killing everyone, yeah? Wow. So like... Sounds pretty intense. Yeah. So that's like... I know that's like a real sick version of the concept, but the idea is that these forces drawn into Mitzrayim and Mitzrayim oh. became the exile that we suffered in and we had to draw out through the whole Shubat of Mitzrayim that's really the panemius of understanding it and it was all about Kedusha's Abyss that's why Yosef Asadik went down and did Mila on everyone and then Amisar were able to come down there he was trying to prepare them that all the Kitsufim all the desires would go towards Hashem all the Kesev all the, all the false desires and he was trying to fix the place so with the having Yeshiva there with Yehuda learning Torah with Shevet Levi we were trying to fix the place Moshe Rabbeinu came and had to get us out it was past that point already so we had to just leave and take out the sparks and we have to, left it empty there the time was left empty we, we did the ticket there right. but then we had our Nisyonis, yeah. then that's where we're at now still dealing with that um, obviously went through a lot more since then but anyway the reason that fruit forbidden creation the virus is all by the level of your soul the female element of klipa which receives and absorbs vitality from holiness just as the physical semen is absorbed within the female in the case of these sins you hear? 
So it's like a, it's drawing out, like I always think of that alien idea, it's drawing out the seed from this guy, killing him off and taking the seed so it can make these monsters. Yeah? Wow. That's how I think about it. So one of the reasons why you blow a show for it, you say Kinder Royce, there's a minhug like that, you say Kinder Royce, go out, no children are welcome when a person passes away, it's all the seed that he spilt shouldn't come and like all his children that weren't created, these like messed up Nishamas, shouldn't come and like torment him in the next world, like they send them out. Not so a wasteful mission of semen in which there's no female element of Klippa. So <coughs> there's no element of Klippa. So I wasn't just making this up. It's only the Klippa's power and forces. They grab this. All these Chayalosa. Yeah, these, these like forces. All the Hamasniks, really. That's where they, they really are coming from this Koch. Yeah. I'm telling you, they would not be doing what they're doing if Amisrael had Kedusha's abyss. Wow. I really hold that way. I believe it. Mechaz. We, we show them our abyss. We don't go, go with some shiksa for party time every so on with Vegas and then go live a double life. Can't live that way. If we live that way, what we're doing is we're empowering these forces that actually will come and, and, and do what they're doing. It did on October the 7th and ruin our people. So we have to guard our abyss. That they always say, oh, it's the peace agreements, and they bring all the political sides of it. The panemia says this. Right. What's underneath? Say the, the Knesset should really pass a bill. Shemir the Bris. Everyone start being Shemir the Bris. Yes, yeah, that, that would, get would rid of really it. fly. Yeah, everyone will cover that. I sent Itamar Ben Gvir a text. Yeah, send, send him a WhatsApp. And, and we should put that woman, Galit. She was oh, like, nice. fire. You saw that yeah. video? Which one? I'm going to show it to you. I'll send it to you. The video that Rosh I was talking about, Shabbos Day, yeah, from a woman in the Knesset going crazy. Like, oh, that I saw. Yeah, saw it? Yes, that yeah, I saw. so that was Aish. My son saw it as well. He loved it. One of the few things we had time to show him while he remember 48 hours, you had to choose every minute what to talk about, what to show. That was where she was talking about the. So we like, showed him that, and then Rosh right? spoke about it, yeah. And that gave my son Chizuk. Everyone was watching that video. I sent it to my parents. Who, <laughs> I don't know if they watched it. They were in, a, in, a, in Aruba, I don't know how, like. They'll be in the mood for it. But nevertheless, the point is that <sighs> we have to bring that, those forces back through the Eishel Torah, through the Fire Eishel Torah, through the Fire Eishel Tshuva. You have to understand it's a, it's a, it's a war. All the Doris, I spoke about it. One love, one war. That was my class last week in, yeah. for the podcast because we're always fighting this war. It's Shobavim Tat. We're at the end of Shobavim. Yeah. This is the focus to fix up all the lost sparks. Yeah. The whole voter of the Kohen Godel, the whole voter of the Shofar, the whole voter of, of Mikah Beitz, Nidcheh, Amor Yisrael, when we dove into these are all times we fix up sparks because of Chodesh, the sparks, especially tefillahs, you can say, to fix up all those fallen sparks. We All the time, Krishma Alamita, we just learned just now. That was the last thing we learned. Say Krishma Alamita, easy one. You're on your bed, say Krishma Alamita every night, fixing up all these lost sparks. <sighs> yeah, We want to win this war. On all levels, this is how we're going to win it, by working on this Indian. And it's hard, because you have a drive, you have a, you have a need, and, you know, wives, you know, are not always in that state. Like, my, you know, different personal things going on, go on, and you, suddenly, you know, you're left, to just, you have to just guard your breasts. You haven't got your wife to help you. So now, what do you got? You got to just dive into Hashem that you can guard it and say, Sahilim, keep focused on learning and all the good stuff. So this is much more serious than just spilling right. seed. This is when someone's actually with a forbidden woman, uh, yeah. which is very common, unfortunately, in the Jewish world and, until Mashiach yeah, comes yeah, and hopefully now. Till today, hopefully everyone will do tshuva, no more. But there's a lot of intermarriage. 
and I have it in my own family. Now the problem is, these are people I love and their children I've met, they're beautiful kids, right. beautiful. Some, one even came, one girl came Well, he's to, talking about a mamza here. Uh, they, no, mamza. it creates a mamza. Yeah. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? When we're talking about this, oh, this, this, Gemara, this is still a Yid. Oh, this is still a Yid. You're right. This is still a Yid. So this is even worse. When you marry... That's like the worst of the worst. Yeah. Because now you've made this child who's a, who's, who's a goy because you're with right. a non-Jewish woman. And this child doesn't get a Jewish neshama right. because it's not from the... But, but the father's a, a Yid. So the father has Karach there. Yeah. So like Charles said the Shabbos and the Kiddush and the Zereshimshin. Shabbat yeah. Shabbat to them. Amen. At the Zereshimshin. So he says beautiful thing about... He had a guy come to the shul and yeah. he looked like into Yiddishkeit and he was talking to him and then he said, oh, by the way, my father's a Yid, but my mother's a Goy. So oh. then being Syrian, Charles, he's like, okay, like you sort of like, I'll wait till you like converted or something kind of thing. Right. And, and they don't really accept converts, by the way, in their shul. So right, yes. Yeah. Syrians complicated are thing. very... Uh, but <clears throat> nevertheless, I understood what he was saying. He, my son yeah. agreed with it because he, in Wanda that he said that you have to be strong about being Jewish and not come to this. But the reality is there's plenty of Jews who've done this. So now what yeah. I've seen, a lot of those kind of souls, they end up converting because yeah, they have yeah. a Jewish soul somewhere inside them, like through the father, there's some element. They don't have it in a, in a halakhic sense, yeah. but some level the Jewish father has a hashbar. Or their lineage is yeah, Jewish. the lineage. So then they, they feel this confusion and they want to connect. And so, so many yeah. of them end up converting. One of them I know became a big posik, big rabbi. And my, my yeah. best, best rabbi friends, who's, who's gonna, who can help us with Tanya, is actually the first time I ever learned anyone properly the Kutumaran and somewhat as one of the f later teachers of Tanya, he, his, he made off his holy daughter to this guy. Yeah, because he understood this guy, even if he had a father who, who had done that, but the soul was big. And right. this soul ended up becoming a big rabbi. And he is a rabbi. He's a posik. I haven't seen him around recently, but I know he is. I know, I know somebody like that. I know someone yeah. who. Uh, he got smicha by the father, biggest rabbis. His father yeah, the last time I saw him, was adopted. Turns out he wasn't even Jewish. Yeah. I think one of the parents, but yeah. the mother was Jewish. But he grew up Jewish, like religious, yeah. even though yeah. he was Jewish. And then he ended up marrying a Jew and having kids. And his kids are all from kids because the mother was Jewish. Yeah. So we're saying, no? we're saying the positive way of dealing what you just said and what I said yeah? yeah that they should convert or find a way to fix it but here he's saying unfortunately you've had a mamze there's something you can't fix can't fix that how can you fix it you have to do such a strong tshuva yeah he cannot cause vitality to send sanctity since it already descended to the world and has been clothed in a body of flesh and blood so that's the problem when you've created this person it's a walking of error <laughs> it's crazy to think about that it's a walking of error this is a mamze now intermarriage is even more stringent mamze is like a forbidden relationship yeah like uh, you shouldn't have been with this woman because she was married, Ish or different things that come up. She wasn't divorced properly. Right. Yeah. All kinds of Isserim. The only way you can do she was a walking of air. You can't work it out. Seems like a mom's or So what's, what, he, what is he implying? That the guy has to be, the, 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 if he does the most strongest truva, this kid will no longer exist. That's what it means. Right. That's scary. Yeah. It's very scary. And that's when we start that whole 9-11 concept, the, the way that you release all these neshamas, they have to be, go. Yeah. We shouldn't say it that way, but Shimshan Nagibo, for example, they the Shami brought down apparently there were millions of Nishams according to the Panemius Forum at that moment that were stuck in, in the Plishtim and when he brought down the towers he, that place that was the Plishtim Palace he brought down all, the, all those souls released finally 
now they could go back to where they need to go. Because down in the squad, there weren't, there wasn't good situation because they were ah. caught up in the wrong bodies, wrong souls. It was a mess up because the, the Jews at that time were intermarrying. So now the mums there as well. So I think about this. Like right. as I said, my uncle's daughter came to Israel. She was like a Beit Yaakov girl, the way she respected the the Jewish like people when she was here, right. and she she dressed as nice. And people asked her for that's my like from relative in Italy, and wow. it, yeah, it was like interesting. So. You, you never know like who these souls are and right. the, the Hashem can but fix them up. she's religious, that girl, or not Jewish? Not Jewish. Oh, my but goodness. But she dressed so religious when she came. She looked like, when she was with my daughter's friend, she looked right. like one of them. Yeah. Wow. And she has a Jewish like energy about her because her father's Jewish, Colin. Yeah? Wow. So my hope is maybe this, his, her mother was a Marano who'd forgotten that she was Jewish and wow. really was, if you can trace it back enough, she was a Jew. There's such stories like that. Suddenly people find out that their mother's mother, mother, Some all the way back like is that. Jewish and they just got lost amongst all the different goddesses that we've gone through. From the lost tribes. Yeah, maybe. sometimes there's Arabs like that as well who were really from Jews originally right. and they've, that, they've that still got Jewish blood in them and they're still Jewish people who got caught up and lost in amongst that. Or, you know, all That's kinds of... in the wrong crowd. Yeah, all those kind of stories and you always hope that Mela Hashem's going to... It says when Eliyahu Novi comes, he's going to make Tal all the, all the time. He's going to figure out a way that all the different problematic marriages have actually a heksha. For example, my brother, yeah, my own brother should be blessed. His second marriage, he married, uh, her, I mean, she's listening, she's listening. You know, I mean, it's all the tova, the, I mean, it's only for the good. But she married someone who was divorced already and had to marry through a non-orthodox rabbi, even though she's very orthodox and very traditional. And a lot of challenges came to that family afterwards, a big kapara, Hashem helped them. They're beautiful, but they've had beautiful kids, beautiful family. I and mean, I went back for the b'mitzvah, the beautiful b'mitzvah. And uh, it could have been a little bit more kosher, the food, but I mean, the, uh, the setting, but the, the actual shul experience was beautiful, orthodox fill in everything everything was good so they have the ability with all their kids to be very Jewish and they are but the problem is his wife uh, is being divorced means my brother's a halal so they wouldn't right. give him a Leah and they didn't call him her Cohen which is a Chaval my brother was a Cohen until he married her yeah oh wow so he's lost the status of a Cohen and his sons from his first marriage is still a Cohen he got called up as a Cohen but the second marriage not so it's, he it divorces was, her. Does she? He go well, back to it, or now he's lost his school. Uh, I think, like we're learning here, once they're born, they're born through well, no, his as kids. Halalim. His kids. But he, he himself. himself. Good question. I don't know. I Solid really don't kasha. know. Solid kasha. Good. Solid to, kasha. These are kind of thing. I I don't think I they'll get. The, I I think they'll manage to stick it out. Just that's my feeling. Um, and I, but I hope Elianovi will figure out a way that really they were the, the original marriage was never really a marriage and it wasn't a proper Garusha and therefore she's not a Gorish and she it was just her with some guy never had any children nothing so maybe it was not puzzle so really this is his, her real marriage because had children my brother and they're all Kohanim and they're all going to be back to the Elianovi can figure out a way wow. to matter the Asurim yeah to fix up these fallen situations yeah so that's my hope that's my Kavana my Tefillah my brother and for his family, they should be restored to the Kahana through Elianovi. Can I do it? No. Can the big Rabbonim? I, we, we asked. We asked big Rabbonim about it when they were getting married. And they, even the Chabadniks, who are generally more like, you know, trying to help Amisol Dechuva in a more, you know, make a way and that's in, in other things. But in this area, they wouldn't. They said it's like Chazakh You can't do it. Wow. Yeah. That's how strong they were against it. It was a bit upsetting for my family when the Chabad rabbi is so positive. On that point, he wasn't willing to be, you know, to, to allow, yeah? So who is the Misadir, the, the Kedusha? It was a Masorti rabbi. 
Who? Masorti is like, uh, in England, it's like conservadox. Oh, conservadox. So he's like, no stuff. And he, he opens up a Gemara and he says, no, I can be matter, but he really can't. So <laughs> he's like talking bobkas. I even made Sheva Brokers at their, at their uh, wedding. And the Pesach I got, I was allowed to do Birkas Mazen and Brapio Goffin. Wow. That's what, because that was, you do that anyway in benching. Right, right. So I didn't make any of the other blessings, so... I don't know, it's very complicated situations I've been in because of these kind of stories. I've got lots of these stories. I could go on and on. We could spend the next hour, or the rest of the week talking about it. But we have to learn, and we have to go vital. We say, Mazatov, we finished Perik Shvi, the seventh Perik of Tanya, and we hope, please God, that all these souls will come back to a good place, hopefully not through Chassashon buildings falling down and terrible things, so tragedies. They should all come back through Tshuva, Ba'ava, Basimcha, that everyone should come back, everyone should realize this halacha, the shulchan aruch, and the simcha, and of having a Jewish home and doing it right, and being a all a goyim, and the, by us, as Charles said this week in Shabbos, how we become all a goyim, by us being the best Jews we can be. You want to help a Jew, you just be the best you be. Right. That's, that's, that's our all a goyim. Um, that was his explanation. I mean, the Rebbe had different understandings. His was actually, you have to teach them Shem Mitzvah but there's different approaches in Amisra. No, yeah. And they're all kosher, all the different approaches. I personally a bit more towards Lubavitch, but I respect Charles's point. We do have to be the best we can be. That's MS. Okay, now I'm going to look at the summary of Tanya before we go to Perik Shvi, Shmini, sorry. So we did, this whole time is about Torah mitzvahs and the opposite. So here we were dealing with the opposite. Right. Yeah, which, you know, we have to face. This is part of why Tanya is such an important safer, because it makes it face the, just this whole right. subject. It's, it's very, uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but it, it's worth it. Yeah. I didn't say it. The yeah. Balatanya said it. Yeah. Fine. Part. The quote from Rabbi Shabbosa, maybe I need to throw in, because that's a little bit heavy for your friend's father and everything. But there is such things. People say such things, because unfortunately they know a lot of Torah, and they know that there's sometimes these are things. Well, really what's happening is when people pass away, sometimes it's because Hashem's doing a chesed to, to release their souls. But we don't want that. Yeah. We want life. We want That's not the lechachila. Like I remember when uh, Corona started, yeah. there were advertisements in the Ami magazine that said the reason why the Corona is happening is because women don't cover their hair. Oh, I hate that. Oh, that whole lace thing? Lace top. Oh, no, no, no. That was bad news. I mean, one neighbor, it was our, I don't want to get into that. I mean, that's just Jewish politics. I can't hilarious. understand that. It's sad. And so then as afterwards, I would yeah. put up a sign in my house and erase the lace. All <laughs> my, my wife's friends. Is that part of your clipper killer? That's for my clipper killer. Posts. And so whenever Leia's put on Instagram, house, at say, Instagram, you, know, you have to create, an, we're going to have to make an actual clipper killer. No, we're going to make an account. Yeah. I'm going to do it today. I'll send you, you the link and the password. We're going to make a new account called clipper killer. Okay. And we're going to have that erase the lace. We're going to do, we're going to make fun of all this nonsense. Yeah. Nachman's very into laughing. So we yes. said interacting with Klippa Noga, that was at the end of last week's uh, Perik. Um, Gibbuk is a Tamea verse, connect to both. We have to somehow get these forces of Kedusha that got stuck over there. And then we got even to more heavy thing, the Gibbuk Klippa Tameas, that the life force of Nefesh Bahamas descends into Gibbuk Klippa Tameas and is held captive. Until what? Hashem brings the final redemption, the Gimel Kippers are removed. That's one way, Mashiach. Right. The other way, the Jew does a deep and sincere tshuva that can potentially turn his transgression to merits. Right. The difference between all sexual prohibitions and the transgression of wasting seed. That's, that's how we ended off. And one of the ways is a true deep tshuva or, you know, as we said, people like, you know. 
Kriyashma Lamita. That was an po- easy, positive one. Let's do that one. Bring the Yichid on our beds. Now, Gimel Klippas are Tameis, the dark Klippas. This is, <laughs> this is we're not getting out of this. Wow. We're going straight into this. This is the next parak, uh, Parak Shemini. Nature of Gimel Klippas Tameis. So we're just going to read quickly the, 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 the bottom line summary over here from Shmuel Diamond from his website, B'nai underscore Aliyah.com. Even if unwittingly divine energy within the Gimel can be not be elevated to Kedusha, it is Asa, tied down. This includes all rabbinic prohibitions. Remember, we keep saying this, Mateo Sarim. The Asa is tying it down. This Jewish Nefesh HaBahemis, rooted in Klippa's Noga, is naturally drawn to the indulgence of Klippa's Noga and has no natural desire for anything from Gimel Klippa's Atomeus. So naturally, we shouldn't be into pig and stuff and seafood. All right. That's not our thing, but we are into sushi and kosher sushi and... Yeah, I have no taiva, really. I want to try crunchy answer. lobster, just out of curiosity. You do? Really? You have it a... looks like a whole experience. Yeah, but what about when Michelle comes and it's kosher? Just wait, hang in there, man. Can you, can you get in there? Yeah, just wait, wait out. Uh, maybe you can get some kosher version, like made in a 3D lobster, computer yeah. or something, or in a lab. Artificial yeah. lobster. They're figuring out, all oh, this lab meat, is it kosher or not? The cost of indulgence in kosher no, uh, klipas noga, all indulgences, permissible pleasures of the world are absorbed for the body's inquisition in the grave. The innocent wasting of time by speaking nonsense, only a political one who does not learn Torah's atonement by kafa kela. Here we go, I got a heavy one here. <laughs> you know what I used to do? Go to my, my kids' friends and I would say, What's your yeah. favorite mitzvah? Yeah. I'd say, What's your favorite avera? And they'd be yeah. like, you don't know my favorite Avera? They don't ask that on the podcast. Like, you know, yeah. inspiration for the nation and, and uh, you know, meaningful pe- people. Well, they don't Pod- ask that. No, they should. It'd be I fun. My favorite Avera? I bet you some rabbis have great answers. I tell kids. That'd be a great question. So my favorite Avera yeah. is learning Torah in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you actually mutter if it means you're going to think about Znus. Right. We just learned it. Remember, my son mentioned it as a ah. My son actually said it. He came in the shir and he said a few things, Torah. Right. He said about the Rambam being the straight menorah. We were learning right. about the menorah. And then one of the other things he brought up was you're allowed to learn Torah in the bathroom because he's a Gaza. It's pretty much a bathroom, the whole place by right. now. It's all been smashed and smells the whole time. He kept saying the air, the air. Last time he came was the light because he was in darkness for a month, two months. Right. This time, because in Canunis, the air is so bad there, so smashed up and such a mess that he just kept Why going about the like air. The air. Sh- yeah, he said he probably would, if he had a mask, it'd be really helpful because breathing gets messed so up. let's get him one of those. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. That's the, the army are not equipping these guys. What can you do? I mean, they're doing the best they can, but there's some things that just un- unfortunately like being... Like those breathing machines. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Not yeah. like uh, the mask. Those are tricky. Yeah, I wish. Uh, look, just keep davening for Shemira because, you know, the Shemira army's... Yeah, <laughs> you're funny. The cost of transgression or prohibited speech requires a cleansing of Gehenna. Shem Shemina, bitter Torah requires own specialized severe punishment. So this is all part of Perak Shemini, learning non-forbidden secular wisdom. That's going to be the end of the Perak. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we're going to get into that. So it's all about Klippas, um, Hatameus, the dark Klippas. This is where we're at now. So we're really going into the darkness. But remember, part of going into darkness when you're learning it up the Torah is to bring it back to Kedusha through learning about it in mm. the right way. Despite we're not getting stuck in that concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So maybe at some point we'll look at the Chabad summary, but we've got to move because we haven't even started the parak yet. Let's do it. There's an additional aspect in the matter of forbidden foods to which reads, they are called Issa, bound, attached. Yeah, Matthias Sarim. That's Issa means bound. 
מפני שאף מי שאוכל מאכל עשר בלא יהודה לשם שמיים לעבוד השם בכוח אכילס ההיא. If one ate a forbidden food unwittingly and his intention in eating was not for the sake of שמיים in order to serve Hashem with the energy derived from it, גם פה ועשה כן. He actually carried out his intention, having started in prayer with the energy from Vu, the vitalic tenet does not ascend, in the words of Torah. Why? Because he ate something forbidden. Now you have to understand, you're thinking this is like some crazy dude. No, this is like any Jew who goes to a simcha and eats food, and what happened? The shochet messed up. Didn't do good shrita. You come and eat the chicken, and it's treif. And it's not your fault. And it's not the shochet's uh-huh. fault. He, he shechted 10,000 animals that day. Yeah, I, I mean, that's an right. exaggeration. But he shechted a lot of animals that day, yeah? I don't know, a thousand, let's say. And he was in Argentina, and he hadn't slept, and he was just after traveling, and then the other shochet was ill, so he had to fill in that day, and he had jet lag. And all the different tzibot that caused it, that one of those thousand shishas wasn't done mea mea chuz, and therefore it's not kosher, or there was something not kosher in the meat, like they, they should have thrown it out, and they didn't. And because of the speed of everything, the industrialization of it, so the percentages, eventually something's going to get in that's not kosher, yeah, without blaming, oh. blaming on anyone. It's just a percentage game. So now he's eating that trade food, yeah, and now he goes and davens and learns. He's, got, he's a good guy. He goes to his dafya mishir. Problem is, it doesn't get elevated. It doesn't, the chiyas that's in it does Okay, but it doesn't... Uh... He's not able to release it from its surim. Okay, but it doesn't. Uh, oh, maybe it does. Mipne Mipne Isura Bidecha Sitra Achra, which shows Kibbutz of Tamaris, because it is held in captain in the power of the Sitra Achra or the Freon Klipo. So they do not elevate the sanctuary. Him, though, like, does that impure Sitra Achra Dika Klipo, even though he ate it, but, you know, to. Bonus. He made himself a coffee and he. Bug flew in. And a Fly. Or the coffee was Drank coffee it. that came from the, the tuchus of a cat. Have you heard that? Yeah. The, the coffee beans are very expensive. No that the cats eat it. This is part of how they make the coffee. Is the cat eats it and then poops it out. Joking, coffee. Right? It's like the most expensive coffee. Yeah. You're joking. I was right? talking about it with my kids on Shabbos, and then it occurred to me, I'm not sure if that's kosher. That's, people drink that? Yeah, it's a big Indian amongst the, the coffee drinker world. Oh, no, that and the same thing with the elephants. They do the same. Elephants eat oh it. Oh, my gosh. They poop it out. No, thank it you. supposedly removes the acidity. Oh, no, thanks. That's, yeah, that's, how, that's how uh, the homos are born. They drink that coffee. Maybe. But that's a good joke. But I, I'm <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, we could do a comedy hour, but that, that is pretty heavy stuff that people have. I mean, I've heard about the buggy things become popular now. Right. And, uh, you know, you go to these podcasts and they're talking about what they've eaten. It's strange. Monkey brains. And, Monkey brains. And, uh, you know, sharks and all this kind of crazy food people are willing to eat nowadays. Bat soup. Bat soup. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, you know, the whole, they say the corona came from a sudden. That, that was nonsense. That was from a lab. Yeah. But they, anyway, the point, the fact that people are eating such disgusting things. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, Jews might fall into that if they're hanging around with the wrong people or by accident even. Yeah. Like, even the cop, what if you get the cat coffee, yeah? Yeah. You, you, you're not meaning to drink it, but this guy says this is great. He doesn't yeah. know anything. And he gives it to you. And you think, oh, well, coffee's got a hex, you know? coffee. Yeah, and suddenly you're drinking and it's from a cat, yeah? So it's probably not kosher. So it's drawing, you now go learn. You can't elevate those, those, those holy sparks that right, are stuck in there. I feel who is the Rabbanon, Shechomim divrei sofim, Yosem divrei Torah. 
This is even so if it's been by reason of rabbinic uh, ordination. Right. The words, the scribes, even more stringent than the words of the Torah. So you have all kinds of chumras that, you know, they start getting into more subtle things. Like, you know, just, uh, know, let's think of a chumra. Rabbi Nachman, the whole thing of the onion. Yeah, not to eat an onion that's not cooked. Yeah, if you peel an onion and you eat it, Rabbi Nachman holds it. You start getting into these subtle Why? things. Why? Why do you say that? I, I'm not, I have no idea, honestly. It's a rest of minhag, and my son starts taking it on. I'm, I'm like, you know, you can do that in your own house. Don't start putting it on to us. But the, the idea, the concept is that, you know, or hummus, a Pesach, with chametz, you know, like, uh, it's, it's, you know, you won't eat anything with a heksha, it has to be naturally made, yeah? Oh, that's a hardcore. Yeah, like satma style stuff, yeah. Right, hummus. Like they make their own mayonnaise. And yeah. They- Everything has to be homemade because, you know, you don't really know. Maybe in the factory something fell in. So the guy was eating a sandwich when he was... Right. You know, they, they get nervous about all that. You know, the water. What about the water one? That's a really stark one. Yeah. They'll, like, make their... They'll organize their water before Pesach and nullify the hummus into these big containers and they'll only drink from that, not well, from the tap. A, that's an Indian here Not also. from the filter. People, I know people do it, yeah. Right, people don't use electric on Shabbos. Yeah, so even on Pesach, I mean, that's really crazy. No, you have to use because they just have a generator. But... um. Because you have to have chamim, you have to have something hot. And I remember yeah. eating by someone, I was in Yeshiva here, wouldn't close his refrigerator. Oh, that's weird stuff. It's interesting. I don't know. Uh, There's crazy chumas out there. Anyway, the point is, all respect to them, but, you know, you can start getting really stringent. And, and uh, I, I think, me personally, for me, it would be like a frumi eight sahara. But yeah, that's what it is. Not for everyone. Some people maybe it works. I don't know. Maybe they enjoy life that way. Yeah. I don't want to say the names. Oh, we can say it. Why not? Uh, do you want to say it? I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> These non-Jewish demons. That's what's going on over here. The Until what? What's going on here? Let's read what it says here. I, I like some of this old school translation over here. Um, this is even so the bidding words in the words are moisture in the Torah. Therefore, also the evil impulse, yet so on the force strains after forbidden things, a demon of non Jewish demons, which is the evil impulse of the nations. <laughs> this is not so PC. Right? Yeah. yeah. But the idea that the. Uh, the, sh- the shindalids, yeah, that's what Rev, Rev uh, Tats used to say. Why don't we see shindalids flying around anymore? Like mm-hmm. they used to have all these like, like uh, uh, folk stories of like demons and witches and all this stuff. We don't see this kind of stuff anymore because he said because the people themselves have become them. Yeah, mm-hmm. he made a joke like that once. Oh, yeah. he did. <laughs> well, just to clarify this, I think that that if you look at the world today. You can see that, like... Yeah, it's become a bit satanic and demonic. The world is, like, satanic and Yeah, demonic. the TikTok videos, these, some of these hip-hop artists. All not all old. of them, just some of them. And they become really demonic. Those, you know, we're not saying everyone they're focus is a non their and they're focused on their Yetzirah. And yeah, we don't know which Umos. They're like, what's that right? one? I don't even know his name, but Lil Wayne, the, the small one. Not the old one, the new one. The, the new demon version and like he's like literally sold himself to the Yates of Kanye West? No, I don't know if he has but the, there's a new guy. I've forgotten his name. It's interesting. His last name is West. It's like Kanye Western Civilization. Yeah, but he changed it to Yoshka thing. Oh, that's what he is now? He thinks he's like the new the new hip Jews kind of thing. He just, I think he's also he's got a... Mental a, issue, yeah. A mental issues. These are the Yates of the Nations 
whose souls are derived from the three unclean tipa. Right. I mean, he has a tremendous kirk of creativity, he, him specifically, the ones right. you just mentioned before. So there's something over there that's, you know, there's still some remnants of like sparks of something interesting. Mm. And, but the, uh, the new level music, where they're not, they're not even any talent anymore, it's just pure satanic nonsense. Yeah. So those guys, like there's this one, Ice Spice, she's made this song, like something talking about, you know, making gas and swearing and calling people this and calling people that. Yeah. It's like the most disgusting song I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I, even the two seconds I Ben Shapiro played it on this because I wouldn't go l listen to it myself. It's so bad. And it was so low level, so nothing in it. And yet it's like even they're considering giving a Grammy or something stupid. Wow. And it's, it's like they're working for the wrong team. Like you can, any normal human being from any generation until recently would be able to sense that this is like the worst music ever. Forget about the content. The content's even worse than that. Right, right. But it's just such bad music. There's like Terrible. no soul. There's no creative energy. There's nothing in it. Sahara. <laughs> Now this is very interesting. On the other hand, even Paul's craving force after pursuing went down solely satisfy one's cravings is one of the Jewish demons, as it were. Ah, a Yiddish demon. Yeah, you have a Yiddish demon. <laughs> yeah, can be reverted to holiness. So we can recover the Yiddish demons. That's the good news. Right. Okay, so... So a good kosher meat board is still... Now, but you have to understand what it awakens inside of us. Yeah. We have these desires. You, you ever have this, these cravings? Like crazy cravings come, like out of nowhere. And you're just like, you're like, my Kesha to me, like, I'm not into this. Why yeah. is this coming to me? Yeah. So it's literally an outside force, like tormenting you, making right. you get involved in stuff that you, you're not really like right. that. It's an outside thing. So you have to, one of the, the important parts of learning Tanya is self-awareness. Right. And to be aware that this is not you. Something you're a yid. You're, you're a holy I person. You crack cocaine. Yeah, this is outside it's of me. me. Yeah, say so it comes to you. It's, yeah. it's a shindalad from the goyim or a shindalad from the yidin, depending on where, which kind of right. thing it's making you do. If it's connected to the free unclean clean pot, then it's from the goyim. And if it's connected to like fressing at the wedding, Right. Like way beyond what you should be so pressing. Say, like, that's like a Jewish a demon. Jewish demon yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That's a Yiddish demon. I mean, that's why the goyim, like they throw. When I was a kid, for used to throw coins at me and say, "Stingy Jew, pick it up," right. because that's like our Jewish demons. That's a Jewish. That's a Yiddish yeah, because I probably would have picked it up if you wouldn't have been tormenting me at that point. Right. You know, as soon as you turned around, I'd be like, "Go pick it up." Like robbing the home. apple store. Is not we a have demon. no. We, we have much big. Our demons have higher standards. Yeah. Like That's why there's a whole white-collar crime and stuff right. like that. Right, well, really called Jewish crimes. They, I don't know. That's getting anti-Semitic, but right. just be careful with that. But the uh, idea, right. yeah, we don't want to like you know talk that way because we otherwise we're making it as if like we like there's no way out of it kind of thing. Right. Well, no, it just it comes from the the comes from a place. There's a certain like. Like, you don't see Yidin doing... Like, we have higher-level Yetzirahs, yeah. We don't, like, commit murder and those other things. I mean, Even our Yetzirahs are more Halig. We you know, more you know, you know when the Normali Melech did Tashlich, the Havdalas, Havd yeah. and he'd throw out his Averas, all the Yidin would come and say, I want those Averas, and come, like, try to pick them up, if they, whatever that meant spiritually. Yeah. All the Hasidim would be like, I want my Rebbe's Averas. Because his Averas were like, you know... My mitzvahs. His, yeah, would be like the yeah. highest Madragas of our mitzvahs. Wow. You know, he, but it wasn't totally pure by him, you know? So we would eat them. Like the level of Torah 
like his learning, he didn't learn that one day with complete Lashem Shemayim with right. the Vakas Lagamre. So a Nastami, he'd be like, I wish I could learn like wow. the way he learned. You know, give me that, give me that learning that, that he's throwing out as an Avera. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, you know, this is all according to the person's soul. Like the Ramanim of the huge Sadik, Sadik Gama, probably. We're holding at like a level where we're talking now about a guy who's who's getting caught up with very low level tithers. Right. Be, it's important to realize that there's these demonic forces forcing us to get involved. And like, you know, or, or, or at least we, we have Bahira, but we have choice. We don't have to listen, but right. the, but it's a very powerful force. We're talking about a demon. It's not like a, yeah. an easy, easy battle. Yeah? yeah. And we need Hashem to help us. We need all the tools we can. Hashem. But we have to be aware that there's this Hashem battle going on daily with these, with these, these demons. So we don't have to be so hard on ourselves if we sometimes have challenges that seem like where's this coming from left field? Right. Yeah, but, it's, but this is these these demon demonic forces that are part of oh creation, and until Mashiach comes, yeah, they're all part yeah. of creation. And we have to fight with them. So we have these non-Jewish demons, which is the eight of the nations who sold divine three on Klee Kleepot, mm-hmm. and we have the Yiddish demons. Which is an evil uh, impulse for, for, for permitted things. It's like a Pesach program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Yeah. Okay. And Moshe Weinberger talks very strong against those, no? Yeah, yeah, and the Kiddushes and all that stuff. He was just, uh, I was just with him and sh- uh, last week he was talking about it a little bit. Really? Like I said. Every year he has to bring it up. It's like a minhag by him, no? Like the adverts, the fleshic adverts. Visit him, yeah. I want to go visit him. You going to one? What? You going to go to one of these programs? No, no, no. Uh, um, uh, for Pesach, I'm, I'm going to be in Yushalayim. Shurka. My in-laws. So good. Um, Heiliger. Yeah. They're probably holding a high level no, over there. My in-laws or Yushalayim? Yushalayim. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, no, I'm just staying in, in, in an apartment in Yushalayim. Nice. Just took like a bigger apartment because my in-laws can't stay here. My Amazing. mother's coming in. So Amazing. Gonna, you know, okay. food there. You go around the Sadiqim over there. Klipa detoxification here. Killing Klipa. That's what he says. Oh, I like that. Bring bring sometimes his statements. Klipa detox. Right there we go. Now we got a new one. We got Klipa clear and Klipa yeah. detox. The Klipa detox diet. I like this. What's he saying? Let's hear what we've. Uh, no, that's, the ne- that's the next section here. So now oh, we're going to. Let's go like, into ach, it. Ach, ach. Ach. So even though the vitality permitted foods in our bodies can be reverted to halis through the person's repentance, <coughs> nevertheless, for his vitality halis, it's, it's in the sitra or and right. Even afterwards, a traitor remains attached to the person's body. So he's done tshuva. The problem is there's still some sort of like remnants. Just right. like we have a remnants of kedusha, we mentioned in the previous chapters when you're davening with holiness, right. there's a remnants of not good. Yeah. So you've got to figure out what to do with that part. The problem is, just like we said, we're forming a child, this, right. this klipa became part of our body. Right. Because you ate the food, Lamaisa, and it becomes part of your blood and flesh. Right. So now you've got to deal with that. Yeah. You know, imagine, you know, you know how, how many people they say, if you could work, how do you get rid of anger, for example? Some people say, some Sadiqim say, it's how you eat. Eat with Kedusha, you don't have all these leftover ah, angry sparks that weren't right, elevated. Like, uh, and then it starts stimulating your anger. These little clippers. Yeah. So, really, that's if you start to become self aware again spiritually, you start to realize a lot of the forces pushing a person into negativity. It's not all this psychological babble, it's, it's uh, spiritual realities of just you just right. didn't eat enough of Kedusha. 
Yeah. So you don't have to blame us and now spend hundreds of dollars every week. Go speak to some therapist. You right. actually just learn to eat with more kedusha, make a bracha, kedusha. elevate the food, learn daven, more spiritualize your life a bit don't more. Wear a lace top shaito. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm never, never really into those, sorry, personally. That's why the body must undergo the prerogative of the grave. Yeah, and I'm talking about for my wife, I'm talking about for me. Temporary home. I'm not really into shaitos, personally. Yes, he has to go on this whole thing of where the body gets eaten by the, the worms and stuff mm. in order to cleanse and purify all those little leftover... Ah. Uh, Things, Hanasi enjoyed a bit too much this world, yeah. Got it. Keepers Noga, Shin and Yehudin. But that's all once again just dealing with the, the impurity of the Jewish ah. demons, yeah, the fressing at the uh, wedding and stuff. So and that's all Klippa Noga stuff. Union, that's all that in between. Remember the fourth Klippa, Klippa's Noga, right. the translucent one, which is could be elevated, not the ones that can't be elevated. That's all to do with the Yiddish Yitzharas. Right. It's funny because one, one of the reasons why when you, you should have a Kavana when you say Shlasani Goy. This is a real right. thing. I heard this from Sadiqim. The reason you should say it um, every morning before you say any Baruch or any ho holy parts of yeah. Davavening because you need to get rid of the... The Klippa. Yeah, literally you need to get rid of the non-Jewish demons. And you, at least if you're dealing with your Yetzirah, oh, it should be the Yiddish ones. This is for the Yinyanim of people here. According to Jewish tradition, after a person is dead and buried, his soul is returned to the body. Yeah. His soul is returned to the body. Oh, interesting. And the four angels come to the person to beat him. Wow. Until the kalipa has been broken and removed from the soul. This wow, is wow, called chibur wow. hakever. Heavy stuff. So it's not just the words. Those who live in the land of Israel, those who pass mm. away on we Friday, this. We've been learning this here. Are spared We have shirim in this every week. Wow, look at this. We live in Israel. Yeah. So what happens? We are spared the Indian. Those who, who, land, who, who live in the land of Israel. I need to take Israel a picture of this before you leave. pass away on Friday. Because this is for our shir in the morning. I'm going to send it to the group. Wow, this is crazy. No, not yet, because this recording will be a mess, oh, making yeah. noise in the recording. We'll do oh, it after. Yeah. Others MK, can avoid this by loving justice, loving your ear. Yeah. Interesting. Spend four hours a day saying words of Torah and, and Psalms. Yeah, for myself, you're spending four hours a day. That's pretty good. Torah and Psalms, you're definitely removing that. that is this um, what it says here? It says here, yeah. By learning. Wow, this is Geshma. Learning in there as well, you're spared of Chibbet Keva. Which is what? the beating of a person's what are, who's, who's this? Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson? Yeah. The Rebbe? Schlitter? Oh, no, no. Maybe, I can't. Oh, no, this is this is in Chibut. In Tractate Chibut Akever? In, yeah. I don't know. What's Tractate Chibut? Is it Masechta? No. It must be a Sefer. A Sefer Chibut Akever in Rabbi Naftali Hertz Herzog. Isn't that the Nesiv? The Yalkut Yalkut Haro'im. I think that's in the Siv, no? Mamash? No. 1885 Warsaw. I don't know. Yeah. So. And then this part is a is is the Rebbe. Another suggestion is to spend four hours a day saying Torah and. But songs. he said another one was by loving. Oh, this is loving by, by loving justice. Loving, loving rebuke, rebuke loving, loving acts of kindness, bringing guests to one's home. home. Wow, that's very positive. Yeah. yeah. Actions doesn't have to be all this spiritual high stuff. Just it's being a mensch. Living in Israel, being a mensch. These are like good things that we can do every day. Yeah. Be a mensch, live in Israel. Don't be a guy. Yeah, shalosh ani goy.
She gets simcha just by saying. Let's just read the last line before we stop here for this. Unless one has never derived enjoyment from this world at all, which who hasn't? It's like the tzaddikim, they never drank Coca-Cola. Right. I've met people like this. Rev. Simai Zilberg, he's never had Coke in his life. He doesn't even know what it tastes like. He, I remember one time we asked him Coke a question. Coca-Cola. We asked him a question, Coca-Cola, or any Coke. I asked him a question. I mean, even as a kid, you think in America, he grew up in America. He managed right. to avoid it even then. Wow. He grew up in America? Yeah. His, his tati was, uh, was a big Rosh Shiva, and his Zayda was Rigdalio. Sure. Ooh, his nice. uncles, all the Shaws, Avram Shaw, those guys, yeah, that's his uncles. Mm. So he's a big tzaddik himself. He grew up with Isby, was his uncle. Big people. And he, but he didn't drink any cola even as a kid. He protected himself. In the, I saw a picture of him as Bermitsu, looks like a malach then. Yeah? Wow. That's in America. He kept himself away from all Richard the pleasures of this world. Out. Yeah, but, but Ichimaya does drink, like all he kinds of juices. Yeah, he drinks. Like, he has I a never, thread. Yeah, I'm sure there's some avoda, but I just it's the Rufsimai won't even go near that stuff. Like he's, I'm not saying they're more holy; it's just different avoda. So Rufsimai, like he, he will only have uh, fizzy water and coffee. That's all I've ever seen him drink ever. He right. won't drink water because I told you about the whole Indian of Tanugim and wow. pleasure. Like, but they're very sensitive about this Indian. I'm not Nana from Alamazer, and he, for example, in his car, he'll always sit on a piece of wood. He won't sit on the chair. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, he always has to have a piece of wood or a cardboard under him. He'll never sit on a chair. He'll never nana from, from a comfortable, uh, warm chair. He went that massage chair in the Teslas, yeah. the one that warms you up and massages your touches. Yeah. He wouldn't go near it. He wouldn't do that. No. I can't imagine you'd ever get into a Tesla. <laughs> Someone walks in that moment, it's like, what's he talking about? Massages. As was the case with Rebbeinu Kodesh. Have you heard of the prince? He said at the time of his demise, he has no enjoyment of this world, even to the extent of his small finger. Yeah, see that? Rabbeinu Kodesh. Have you heard of Nossi? He was in this, uh, all the way, Nossi, when you say Nossi, it's Nitzosha Yaakovinu. He was a descendant all the way from Yaak, or from Dovid and from He was right. a big Sadiq. So he never netted, even though he's the Asher Godel, he still didn't netted from this world. Right. He was, and he even came back. He used to come every Friday night to make kiddush for his family, right? As in a shama, because he was such a halig So It says here the Tanya cites his example of, of Rabbeinu Akadosh, yeah, right, uh, Nasi. It says that uh, a life of piety, 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 right? Piety. I know what it means. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, Does not preclude a person from eating and drinking well. What gives the kalipas power? is exclusion of God from the picture, indulging purely for self-satisfaction. Rudinasi is called our rabbi because he chose us how necessary to attach ourselves from the world in order not to detach ourselves, right? So it's not that you just have to live a world capricious and live in like this nebuch, you know, place and just, so you can have stuff because Rebuda was wealthy, but just to include, it's Rabbi L'Shem Shemayim. So it is, you know. You see so here, someone has their fancy BMW. If they just say, you know, Arena Makasha or the Shem Yichud. I'm just saying, if you hadn't learned those comments underneath, were very right. helpful because I, I learned to tell him about that, say, for Rabbi Miller. Right, right. And all credit to Rabbi Miller because to quote the Lubavitch Rebbe right. was such a positive content. What does he say again? I just want to read it out. Loving justice, loving rebuke, loving acts of kindness, bringing guests to one's home and praying with concentration. This is right. what fixes it up. Saying words of Torah and Tehillim four hours a day. It's not so. We can do that. Right. And what was the last thing? Because he shows that not to detach himself from this world or to be pious. What's important is the intention. That's yeah. another important line. Another so this idea, Klipa Detox. Klipa detox. This is a great par- section in this book. 
maybe we should once we're in this every so yeah. just to take a look because that was very helpful because otherwise you feel a little bit oh my god you got all these like demons Creepers, yeah, living driving you nuts you got the Goetia demons you got yeah. the the demons <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know all these forces around me Hashem you start like going crazy I remember one time my, my friend was sitting at a bus stop and he in, in town and he was telling me like I'm going crazy he was like very close to Sadiq and we were very big in Shemir Sanayim he said like because I'm like don't know, I want to look I don't want to look I don't want to look he was like all the forces everything the forces, he was like he was having a freak out I was like Aah. he needed the Klippa killer there yeah he, he was like losing his mind from all these high, holy yeah. Torahs because he just didn't know how to like you know wow. balance it out and he was literally like having like a, a like a breakdown mental breakdown on some level and you have to be careful of that I always right. tell my son like it's very good you're and I but you have to also get to a level where you, you can see a woman world. without freaking out right you know like it can't be such an intense like a monk yeah you can't be so intense your right, reaction oh it's my background beautiful as I look at my phone I see my rebbe it just uh, makes me feel better but um Sure. And my favorite story of the Baba Cherebi, one of my favorite stories, there's a lot of good stories, but one of my favorite stories is that I one take time a picture of that, by the way. they were walking, him yeah. and like I guess the uh, people of the yeshiva, they were walking past and they were saying yeah. how they didn't have money to buy new school buses for the kinders. Well, I, maybe I read that in Chaim Miller's book, I don't know, or the other one. I think it's probably the Talashkin book. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, those books are amazing. Okay, it should be a good week. Shavuot Tov. drove past. Yeah, finish the story. And he's like, get, why don't you get that bus? Yeah. And they're like, that bus? That's a fancy bus. What are you such a fancy bus for? And he's like, the opposite. He's like, you, you, we should be getting that. Like, we should only be getting the nice elevator, all the Shem Shemayim. It was like a really beautiful story. Like, he was saying, go, get the nice bus for the kids. Don't get the cheap used one. So if you want to really do Klippa Detox, you have to do things in a, in a Malchistic way, like with love. Way. Yeah. You have to do like a Shemicha. Bring the children to, to a beautiful Cheder, a beautiful Shabbos. Use it for Hashem. It's his intentions. You have to total your, your testimony. That was Yehuda Hanasi. He was a, yeah. he was a Melech. He was like yeah. a Nasi. He was a prince. And that's going to be with Malchus based on it. It's to be done right, with the right intentions. I'm going to make like a, like a Tvila car wash for people. You've got great business ideas right. in a holy way. Come tovel your car. I love that. Toveling cars. Keep a clear Instagram. Keep a, a detox. detox All right, we're going to do this. This is coming. I'm, I'm going to actually make this page today, Lena, and send diet. you a link. Gas, gas building this.